Hey folks, it's Jeff Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you're listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how's everybody doing out there in crowdfunding land? I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. I am the owner and CEO of Woodshed.agency, or Woodshed Agency, if you want to go online and check us out. What do we do here on this podcast? That's a great question. So what do we do? We talk to project creators while they're active on a crowdfunding campaign, while they're out raising money and um, you know, we want to talk to them while they're in the middle of that campaign, while they're in the, the heat of the battle, right? So that we're getting the most up-to-date information. You know, we're talking to people who, you know, we want to know what they did, you know, two months ago to be successful. We want to know what they are doing right now to be successful. And that's the sort of stuff we get into. On top of that, we do, we, you know, I think it's good to talk to other entrepreneurs, hear their stories, hear what, hear what they're working on. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing here and exciting stuff. So coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk to Saeed and he is from, um, uh, the company is called uh, DinoSense, but this campaign is Adore, the world's smartest AI powered scale. That was a mouthful, but I got it out. Really great conversation. Uh, Saeed is a, uh, a veteran in the entrepreneur world, um, has, has ran a bunch of companies. And we get into you know, what it takes to, to find team members and, and how to scale ideas. And, and I think he had an interesting story about you know, finding kind of his perfect world. Uh, he merged engineering and, and the medical field, which is what his, his parents did. And uh, that's the background he came in. So that conversation is coming up later. So so what's going on over here in Woodshed Land, over in, in One Wenzel Way here for, for, for Jeff Wenzel? It's nice talking about myself in third person like that, I, I know. So, yeah, lately I've been having this re- reoccurring thought kind of over and over and over in my brain here. And what that thought is, is there are a lot of places to live in this world, right? And only based on birth and, and, you know, circumstances have I chosen Southeast Michigan. Nice area. It's not bad. But I was Googling the other day, um, you know, the best places to live. And I'm, that's something that's obviously Googled quite a bit, I'm assuming. But, you know, what I'm thinking is, like, we only get one life, right? That's what we get, correct? I think we all would agree on that. Maybe there's reincarnation. I don't know. I haven't heard anybody confirm that. But I, here's what I do know. I, I will die. My family will die. My kids will even die at some point. Everybody, you know, we will pass away and move on. So if that's the case, why are we not always seeking out one thing? Not more money, not happiness, but just the best place to live or a place to live that would give you the best chance to have a, an absolute pleasant life, right? Um, you know, if there's, there's one resource, none of us will ever get back no matter what we do. And that's the time resource, right? So every day that you're sitting in a place that you don't want to be, it's a waste of day, right? So I was just Googling and, and kind of searching through. And it's just amazing that there's not a single U.S. city that's on any of the top 10 things. I mean, very rarely do you see a, a U.S. city. Um, you know, Vancouver was up there. Denmark, Austria, I think was number one. There's a city in Austria. And I just keep thinking more and more about what I'm doing in my life, how my clients are global, where Woodshed's going to be, and just keep asking myself, well, there's no reason for me to have to be here. You know, we just signed a client from um, Lithuania. We just, you know, so we've got 
that country on board now. So I'm really starting to look and feel like I have an opportunity in my life to take my family and put them in a scenario where life is truly valued. And, and the reason I'm kind of in this is this culture that I'm a part of right now of constantly having to be on, constantly getting scrutinized if I were to take an hour away from something. Even today, I, uh, you know, I got an email of how dare you not respond fast enough type of shit. And it's just like, you know, part of my French here, hey kids, put your earmuffs on, fuck you, right? I'm working for you. I'm working. We have a trust factor. There's no reason for me to have to jump because you said jump, you know? I'm getting to you. You're not the only one, right? That sort of mindset. And then you start thinking about how, you know, we eat garbage here in America. And it is the biggest struggle that I'm currently going through right now outside of keeping my marriage together. The second thing is trying to get in a habit of eating healthier, putting food, putting fuel into my body that, that is actually healthy when there's no options half the time for, gar- you know, I don't have time in my day to make three course meals. And I know those are excuses, but that just means that I'm not valuing certain things, right? We all have, we all have a time factor. We all have that formula. You choose your decisions based on what makes you feel better. And right now, every choice I have to make is, will this make money? Will this make money? And how is that a, pla- how is that a, a way to live, right? Of course I want to make money. Of course I want to have things for my children. Of course I get that, that whole formula. But that's not all what life is. Life is supposed to be about, you know, uh, the, the people you interact with, the, the places you go, the, the people you see, the, the value you're bringing to people. And when you have a culture that is just, you know, sucking everything out of it it possibly can on all, all accounts, the, you know, these ridiculous expectations from people of why can't you get this done in three weeks? Why can't, why, why would it take, why would it take a month? Why would it take a month? It takes time, you know? And just also looking at this sort of, you know, culture of failure that is out there, you know, just, it is something that I am looking at with open eyes going, do I really want to be a part of this for the next, you know, 30, 40 years? Why am I not finding and choosing a place that is respectful for all humans, um, values, you know, culture and food, and, you know, you don't have to work 70 hours a week to put bread on the table? Why am I not in a scenario, or why am I not seeking out a scenario that is just a, to have the best life possible, possible, you know? And yes, I've got a lot of great things. It's not that I'm ungrateful for my neighbors and my schools that my kids in the house and, you know, the neighborhood and, and what I've done, but, but I feel like I have the ability to take that and put it in any culture that I want to be in and, and hopefully have the surroundings around me that support it. So I'm really thinking about this quite a bit, and I encourage you guys to do that as well, you know? Half the stuff, I say this all the time, man, here over at Woodshed, it's a, it's a, I'm a broken record. 90% of the stuff that our clients are coming back at us are, you know, are, they're, they're, they're gigantic mountains for them and for us. They're, they're simple, go to Google, you know, if you can't figure it out. Go to YouTube, watch a video, watch one of our videos, you know? And if people just started to kind of take a step back and just calm down a little bit, 
really, truly feel like at that point, people would have, I don't know, a better life. Because right now, man, it is frustrating. So, all right, all right, I'm going to get off my soapbox. That's enough of my ranting. Why don't we go ahead and kick into my conversation with Saeed? Why don't we talk about how cool this scale is and what this scale can do for your life? Um, th- this conversation really actually struck a, a big chord with me just because of my dad's health. And um, also what I found out on the day I interviewed him, my dad, one of my dad's really good friends passed away, same age. Um, and talking to my dad, his friend, John, um, and, it, you know, Stiegel family, we're thinking about you over here, the Wenzels are. But, um, you know, they, uh, you know, he was a guy that didn't want to go to the doctor, didn't want to do his checkups, thought everybody, thought the system was rigged, didn't believe in that sort of stuff, and ultimately, you know, paid, paid the price. And, and I think, <clears throat> you know, it kind of what's been fueling my sort of thought, my rant this early, this, this mo- that I just had here was, um, you know, our con- my conversation I had with Saeed, you know, knowing my dad's health, uh, what, you know, having my dad's good friend die who was young, mid sixties, not care about culture, knowing that he probably ate like crap and had all, you know, and then, you know what, our health system is an absolute, sh- sh- you know, train wreck. I mean, it's a fucking shamble, right? You know, um, even right now I've got some weird, like, I can't tell if it's dry skin or if it's a weird rash on my side. I can't go to the doctor. I just got to deal with it. Let's just see what happens. I got to roll the dice as opposed to just going and getting taken care of. And why? Because I don't, I can't afford a two or 50, you know, a couple hundred dollar bill or whatever else might come next from it. That's not right. So this conversation really kind of inspired me and I hope it does for you too. So I, I encourage you guys to check this out. Um, check out the Adore Smart Me. Go to their Kickstarter. Support them because um, I think there's something very intriguing about what they're doing and how they're merging tech and um, um, you know, life maintenance, medical maintenance, and, and your doctors. So, all right, let's go ahead and kick my conversation with Saeed. I've lost my rings to stay this They keep on trying, keep on telling me How do you feel? Are you I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. All right, you're I'm, cool. I'm enjoying okay. it. I'm, I'm trying like to uh, have fun with it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's do a quick sound check here uh, before we get started. So um, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, I had uh, basically a yogurt and some fruit plate. Okay. Any special kind of yogurt there? Did you uh, Greek? Yeah, or did you just- yeah. I use uh, something um, typically a Greek one or something that has a little bit of low fat. And, uh, and, uh, um, I'm also prefer it to be a little creamy, uh, but okay. not, as I said, not fattening. Yeah. So. Gotcha. All right, cool. All right. Well, I think we are sounding good here. I think that's a great, great first answer. So why don't we go ahead and jump right into it if you're ready. Sure. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't you tell my listeners, uh, what you are currently raising money for on Kickstarter? Ah, oh, great. Uh, well, obviously, I'm delighted to be here and uh, talking to you and your uh, your folks on uh, the show. Now, we are doing a product called Adore. Uh, this is really, we think it's really a revolutionary AI-based smart body composition system that would that um, really offers a lot of capabilities, and we and we kind of put it together uh, over the last year 
And so um, we really refined the product and we're ready to uh, kind of introduce it to, uh, to the Kickstarter community as a way to uh, uh, get, get a lot of supporters out there and get them to see uh, uh, the product before it uh, goes into a mass production. Sure. So, so, you know, so for my listeners at home, kind of walk us through this a little bit. Describe uh, sure. how you and, and, and what it looks like and stuff. Yeah, the product itself, uh, basically, the, it's, it's a smart uh, scale. Uh, so from physical, uh, really, it's very attractive uh, looking scale. You, um, you, you'll, um, the way it works is you stand on it. Uh, it's Bluetooth enabled. Uh, once you uh, do that, uh, there's a really powerful app called Dino Life. You, you first download that app. Uh, and then you get on the scale, uh, and it takes less than about 10 seconds to take a measurement. And uh, what's different about this product is actually all the analysis in, uh, and uh, computation is done in the cloud. So um, once it goes in the cloud, that's when we actually turn around and provide you first the raw data. That's you know something that people want to see. Uh, we right now currently do about nine different uh, body vitals, uh, like your weight, viscular fat, muscle mass, BMI, body fat, protein, bone density, body water, BMR. Those are the nine uh, metrics that we measure. Uh, but what's really unique about the product itself is, um, so we really turn around and then uh, start um, uh, looking at, once you first sign up to the, uh, to the app, we ask you certain things like, what are your goals? What are your profiles? And we take those information and, um, and we make it into um, a kind of a comprehensive uh, series of, of plans for you. Uh, and, uh, and that's what's unique and attractive of our, our product. It's really based on those five things, which is really not only doing the assessments, but real-time coaching and you know, providing data and analysis kind of allows you to set goals and have some goal-drawn guidances for you, as well as health tips and also we create a community that um, that uh, can allow you to uh, to kind of bounce ideas. We're also introducing this uh, quarterly uh, um, uh, online magazine called Dino Talk, which uh, kind of storytelling, sharing stories from other people who've gone through the similar experiences, and and uh, we think that also be very attractive to to our uh, to our uh, consumers. That's cool. So now, is this something that you could see yourself that that it would uh, at some point your your um, family doctor would be plugged into this data at some point? Yeah, actually, if you look at our company, we're all about uh, we. This is one of the series of different products that we're doing in what we call HRMS, which is health relationship management. Uh, so we're really all about health assessment and management. So uh, they're one of the other products that we're right now waiting for, for FDA approval. Um, yeah, it rounds up our product where we think that's where it's going to be. Uh, not only uh, individuals can use the product, but also we prescribe by the by your physicians uh, or providers. Uh, so trying to address multitudes of, uh, of problems, uh, chronic care management, elderly care management, uh, uh, and in- improving overall health yeah. Uh, so that's how we see ourselves. 
Well, uh, you know, after you're kind of describing this and, and kind of deep diving into it a little bit more, I mean, my dad would be like your, I would have to imagine your uh, cover for your uh, perfect customer because he is an absolute train wreck in the health, diabetes mm. and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and he's literally got to take his weight every day. He's, mm. you know, he's got, and he's just got notebooks full of like handwritten stuff of like, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, you know that this information is not getting to the right person, <laughs> you know, or he yeah. missed a Tuesday. He didn't write it because he's like, screw it. You know. And it's yeah, and it's too, too time consuming, too difficult, and, and 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 most people don't want to do that. It just gets too, too much, right? Really, what you right. want is somebody. Uh, I mean, we have now at our disposal with all the power that we can get from the cloud. You know, powerful algorithms that can really start learning about you and and kind of help you and nudges you along and and provide you support when you need it and kind of a, uh, gives you the ability to. To uh, to uh, to get there without a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, like the story right. that you're sharing about your dad, right? I mean, not yeah. not a lot of people are willing to do go that far, right? So right. that's oh, what we're trying point. to do. That's what we're trying to change. That's interesting. So you know, where is the starting point of this company and stuff? Where where did this thing all get kind of you know mashed yeah. together? Yeah, very good. Uh, I mean, the company itself was established back in 2013. Uh, you know, you look at myself and my background. I came from uh, uh, tech. Uh, you know, like most people here in the, in, in the valley, and uh, back around 2008 or so, I uh, got really interested in health. I mean, in that I have kind of a personal story. I had uh, suffering from my own chronic conditions, um, which was a um, uh, digestion-related problem. And you know, I went through like almost a year of of uh, different kind of tests they did to me. You know, I don't know if people are experienced with doing colonoscopy, for example, or MRI, you know how difficult those things are. Yeah, when, right, yeah. Every time I went through them, and, you know, the next doctor says, you got to go do the same thing. And really, they didn't, at the end of the day, they, they weren't really able to diagnose me correctly, although they put me on different medications. It really turned out that I just had to, uh, I had a condition where not only I had an uh, increase uh, uh, in uh, GRERD, which is, you know, acid re- reflux condition, but also I had a, a a lazy digestive system, and I just had to really learn how what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, uh, and watch the type of food and diet that I take. And that was really the solution. All that medication didn't help me at all, and certainly the tests that I they put me through didn't help at all. So uh, and so, really got interested in you know there's got to be a better way to do this, and. Um, and uh, I was involved uh, prior to this. Uh, then, so I became the CEO of another company where we did the electrocardiogram monitoring, which is really remote monitoring for home purposes. And um, and uh, around 2013, I left and I uh, started DinoSense, and that was the inception of DinoSense. Um, and uh, really, our, our aim is to to create a smarter me movement uh, where we want to try to bring about uh, sort of a change in how we deal with health, which is, uh, which is something that uh, I think is still behind the curve as far as everything else that's been happening to our lives. Oh, I, we, we uh, you're preaching to the choir here. It's something that we are discussing. I've, you know, I've got a six and a four year old and, and my wife and I, we are trying our hardest to like, just, you know, eat, maintain life, be entrepreneurs, all this sort of stuff. And it's just, you know, the food that our kids are fed at school, the, you know, the, they have to have after school stuff until like eight o'clock every night. It's like, man, they need to go to bed. They're six. Like, you know, just, just this sort of like 
really respecting health and then having my dad go, going through a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and seeing his life. I mean, he's only mid sixties and his life is just a mess. Right. And it's like, boy, all that stuff could have been avoided, you know, diet, sleeping, drinking water, you know, <laughs> like, you yeah, know, yeah, you don't need it's, juice every day, you know, yeah, so. simple stuff. You're right. Simple stuff. And it doesn't have to like come all at you. You know, one thing we learn is, Information shouldn't come at you all at once because it just overwhelms you. And 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 and, and uh, well, when we talk about health, it's, it's a behavioral change. It's a gradual change, and step by step, right? You don't have to like it's like climbing Mount Everest. You're not going to get there in, in one day, right? And so it's all gradual, gradual, small steps, and uh, and um, and with the feedback information that kind of provides you an insight, but but really. Uh, it, it, it's uh, it, it takes uh, um, you know a system that uh, it, it kind of pushes you, nudges you a small step at a time. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm always fascinated when um, when I have guests on who basically, in my mind, have you know you're working on three things: hardware, software, and then community mm-hmm. building, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how, uh, what was the hardest part out of those three things that that, that you guys have had to face right now? Hardware, software, or like sort of community mm-hmm, building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I certainly think all three of them have their own challenges and, and their own um, their own uh, nuances that you got to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, our own background experience. We had a lot of experience in building hardware. We had a lot of experience in building software, and community building is something that uh, is obviously new to the whole industry. Yeah. And so we're finding that uh, that you know we're learning through it uh, and how to build that up and and make it attractive. How do you get um, your uh, your uh, people uh, uh, to kind of uh, take the feedback from the community, improve? Right? How do you how do you stay really uh flexible right because this is a dynamic space this there's uh, um and you've got to constantly change right and you got to do it on a, on a regular basis and and that's uh and that's how you build a strong community around yourself and so that's obviously for us right now is a big target of all the three uh the other two we really have a lot of experience with and we're trying to uh i'm trying to uh, learn the third one that's cool that's cool uh, you know so in this whole process what's been maybe the hardest part or was there any sort of major roadblock that i don't know the two things couldn't connect the scale wasn't doing this was there any sort of moment where you're like man we're just we're just not we can't do what we wanted to do we have to do something else well uh you know we have a lot of passion toward this uh what we're trying to accomplish so once you have that passion uh you overcome right i always tell the team you've got to you got to probably solve thousands of problems before People absolutely love your product, uh, and uh, we've solved maybe maybe two hundred of those things, right? So, right, right. so we feel that we have got a long way to go. But uh, but as long as you're passionate about what you're trying to do, most of our people are very active individuals. They they love doing what they're doing, uh, and uh, not just uh, work wise, but also health wise. So that allows us to uh, to kind of. Uh, uh, stay passionate about our, our yeah. product. That's cool. Well, and then my, my follow-up to that would be, is there a moment though that maybe you put this together and realize you had something, I don't know, you know, first demo unit or feedback from the public or maybe it's even right now with the Kickstarter where it is right now. Is there, an, yeah. is there a moment that yeah. it just... Yeah, I mean, obviously Kickstarter, we love what's happening to us at Kickstarter. Uh, we've got, uh, and I think we're already like 200% uh, of the pledges. So the community's really been, been fantastic uh, uh, getting 
meaning behind this. And, uh, and, uh, and so we feel that, uh, th- this is, uh, sort of a, um, a really a positive feedback from the community that, yeah, you know, you guys are working on the right stuff. We love to hear more about it and we love, we love to get involved. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, where'd you grow up? I originally grew up, uh, I'm, I'm from uh, Iran myself, uh, originally, so that's where I was born, and I, I immigrated to the U.S. around 19, oh, it's been a long time, almost 78, so that's, I went and ended up going to high school here, uh, around Midwest, actually, St. Louis area, and then I, uh, I came to California around mid-80s, and I've been here ever since, yeah. yeah. How did you get get into like tech and stuff? I mean, is there? Oh, I come from a family of doctors and engineers. So, <laughs> actually, growing up, uh, half my family want to be doctor, half my family want to be engineers. I end up being engineer, but now I feel like okay, I've now crossed over to the medical side too. So maybe, um, yeah, you like so, blended your worlds a little bit. Yeah, exactly, blending <laughs> the two. That's awesome. That's, that's really great. So, um, you know, so. When you're in the middle of like a Kickstarter campaign, I talk to, I, I like to ask this question to a lot of project mm-hmm. creators because it just seems it's such a busy time, right? There's so yeah, much yeah, to it do. Is. Oh yeah. Are there any tools or tips or techniques that you're doing to just stay organized, stay focused, focus on the right things, not all the noise? Is there anything that you do? Oh, obviously there's a lot of noise and you got to figure out how to filter the noise. But you know, actually I'm I'm kind of surprised how the this whole Kickstarter community how vibrant it is how there is so much uh so much out there uh people who are develop products around addressing the uh, the, the whole kickstarter community or uh, the crowdfunding community about supporting you know because once you get started first of all how do you manage your campaign how do you uh, how do you do follow-ups and then once you once the campaign is closed, how do you make sure that you continue to stay connected, and how do you uh, how do you uh, uh, make sure that you deliver the product, and who should it deliver to, and then how do you follow up through? Make sure you yeah, you know, there's a yeah. whole array of tools that are now being built around it, and uh, yeah, and we're learning. Uh, this is our first one, but I'm amazed, and I'm, I'm actually probably wouldn't be here if this kind of support were not already in place. So in a way, um, even though it's hard work because there's a lot of people doing uh, uh, kind of crowdfunding, so you've got to work harder in order to get recognized uh, and be out there and be uh, be visible. But at the same time, I see there's a lot of tools and capabilities that are just uh, just fantastic. So, uh, yeah, so I uh, have my hats off to people who came ahead of us and, and, and built this thing into what it is today. That's cool. And h- how about for you personally? Like, what do you do right now to just, I don't know, unplug for a little bit or just take a moment? I, uh, you know, I go exercise. Uh, I go uh, do some uh, some mental things and uh, I spend time with family or um, or um, or just uh, just relax. Try to uh, um, uh, maybe. Um, um, kind of clear my mind but you know i'm always thinking you know i'm a kind of a a prolific inventor i have like 60 patents to my name already uh so i'm never away from oh okay uh what can i do next so in a way uh, sometimes that's enjoyable for me too yeah yeah that's cool well let's flip over to the actual kickstarter campaign then so right now let's let's take a look at some some data at the moment i mean no matter 
biggest added to me is 633 backers. That is that's yeah. a lot of people. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, and you've obviously yeah, you've almost 200% of your goals. You've crushed that mm-hmm. or double your goal, I should say. And you yeah, said 21 yeah. days ago. So campaign is definitely doing well. It's done well. It's going to continue trending up. So what was sort of the idea of saying, let's go to Kickstarter, let's go to crowdfunding instead of maybe just releasing this, you know, at a, you know, traditional ways. Yeah. No. Well, uh, one thing a uh, very uh, good about the Kickstarter community is what I like about it is, is you get early adopters who can help you refine and really uh, put out a best product possible, right? Yeah. I mean, traditional uh, uh, companies had to, you know, it would have taken them years, right, to, to put out a product, maybe do limited testing, do beta testing. And, and you know, I've been part of that, been around the industry long enough that uh, I've seen those kind of cycles. And, and, and even at the, at the end, you come up with a product that people still hate, right? Yeah, because yeah. you didn't have enough of a community around it, people who really just push you and they, they really are uh, want to get you to create the best product experience possible. So that's what I love about it. And, and, and I think this is a way of the future, right? I think even the, you know, you've seen them, even the big, big companies with tons of resources, uh, they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm so excited about uh, this kind of uh, approach. That's cool. To, uh, to building products. Yeah. And, and was there any sort of like pre-marketing strategy that you put together before you launched? Yeah, you got to think a lot about it. There's, you know, actually this was a first experience with Kickstarter, so we kind of have to learn some things. But, you know, we talked to other other creators and uh, they told us what their experiences was. So that was the first part of the exercise, kind of talk to people who've done it, kind of give you pointers what to look out for because you know the whole community is a little different communities than your average uh so you have to kind of keep the audience in mind as well uh but uh so that was the first part and then then uh and then then really thinking through what kind of your presentation would look like and refining that presentation uh you know just creating the video by itself is is an interesting process because you got to think about what what you want to say and how you say it that is interesting that people don't like get turned off or they don't, you know, you got to keep them engaged, right? I mean, today's uh, environment, you got to figure out how to uh, get your message across without boring the hell out of people. Sure. And did you guys use, you know, do landing pages or email, you know, emails that you try to do? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, we did. Yeah, we actually had an, a, a, a site called AdorSense. Uh, we kind of did some testing, you know, using Facebook and some other uh, media advertising to kind of refine the message, see what works, what doesn't. And then that allows us to build up some mailing list. Uh, and then, uh, and so that kind of gave us the, 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 the first initial uh, marketing push. Has there been anything kind of weird in your dashboard or anything where you're like, wow, we've got a ton of backers in New Zealand or something, you know, or anything kind of yeah, stand out where actually, you're like, that's weird. No, I, I, I was surprised. Actually, I was surprised about, uh, about how global this community is, right? Uh, and, you know, we look at it. I, I've got practically people backing us from anywhere in the globe, right? Places you, you would think that, okay, how did they hear about us? Right? Right, right, right. So, uh, so yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So what do you guys see then with, you know, with 21 days to go or so, like, like what are some sort of some strategies or something that you might be doing to just kind of keep that momentum going um, for mm-hmm. the next few weeks? Well, we're going to do some, uh, some, uh, some PR releases. We're going to, uh, we're going to try to do uh 
some more uh, social uh, advertising and marketing to to draw more attention to uh, to our uh, to our cause uh, and uh, and see how it goes. As I said, we kind of didn't do a whole lot of uh, traditional. Uh, PR marketing when we first started out because we just want to put it out there and see how people feel about it and then uh, and then I think it's time for us to uh, step up and and uh, and do some more uh, some more uh, some more PR gotcha you know this may be a silly question because of the success of the campaign but is there anything that you would have done differently if you could go back and 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 change some things well uh, Having more experience is always a good thing, right? Especially when you're trying to uh, yeah, to do something new uh, for the organization. So yeah, I would have, uh, I would probably uh, uh, would uh, probably spend more time on our uh, 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 on our maybe uh, uh, building up our um, our, our PR campaign uh, a little bit ahead of this thing. But uh, uh, as I said, uh, I think we're we're in a good position now, and and we'll uh, we'll keep pushing forward. That's cool. That's cool. So what's kind of in, in your mind, like, what do you see the next five years or so looking like for, uh, for DinoSense? Oh, I think we're going to have, uh, our community going to hear so many things from us. Gonna, they're going to, there's, we're going to be offering variety of products that's going to be integrating with our, with our, uh, with our AI and, and machine learning products. Uh, and they, uh, they're going to love us. I think, uh, that's what our, uh, you know, my goal is when people, I think in about four or five years, some big companies are going to come out of this space. Um, and uh, we like to be uh, one of those guys. Yeah. So if you're kind of envisioning that that's where the, the puck's going, um, mm-hmm. how do you start to position yourself, though, to make sure that you are that? Is it going after bigger VC money? Is it another campaign down the road for Kickstarter? Like, how do you start to just sort, you know, you know, basically be able to prepare to catch the lightning in the bottle because you have the bottle and the uh, and the cork, right? Like, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, certainly the VC community is, uh, is already supporting the company. We did a 9.4 million back in 2015. So we kind of have big backing. You know, you you look at, we have some some really uh, name brand uh, people behind us. Uh, but we feel that, yeah, it's going to be combination of two because uh, through the community, we can showcase our uh, our product and get, get a community support. And at the same time, we need obviously financial support through the VCs and, and other uh, networks. Working uh, to round up our, our approach to this uh, uh, space, so we can be one of the leaders. How has your VC felt about crowdfunding? Um, I, I can, for myself here, it, it, we we had some VC back in the day when we first started doing crowdfunding mm-hmm. campaigns for people, and they were like, "We don't mm-hmm. understand it. We don't want you around it. It, it yeah. murkies the water." But we've actually seen in the last maybe year or so that that seems like it's changed. What's it been like for you? Yeah, I think it's changed because uh, uh, VC community now sees uh, crowdfunding as a validation of your vision, yeah. right? They see validation of your product. Uh, if the the community that is this community that is very sharp, uh, they've seen a lot of things, and they're if they're willing to come in and back you and support you, that means they feel that you have something unique going, right? And so that's a great validation for the VCs as well. So we think that, yeah, you're right. Uh, your uh, your understanding is right on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. It's been it's been a weird thing to watch change because we were, you know, back around 2008, 2009 when Kickstarter first came on the scene, we were bounding our head against the wall, going, "No, seriously, look at it. It makes sense." And then, 
pieces. Yeah. You're like, nope, yeah. I don't know. I don't get this. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, sometimes they're not uh, necessarily uh, uh, think outside the box. But, you know, the, the, we have, we have, at least in our case, we have some really good uh, backers. Yeah, that's cool. So, so you got you know, 21 days to go to the end of the campaign right now when, when we're talking. And, mm-hmm. you know, it takes about whatever it is, 14 or 15 days for the money to come in from Kickstarter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what starts the, what starts after that what's the process to get the scales in everybody's hands actually we already are because we already have you know i think we're a little bit different than some of the other uh, we already have production units in-house uh, we've already done a lot of testing we already have our manufacturing lined up because this is something that we were gonna uh, uh we were gonna do anyway right and uh, and so uh so a lot of that uh stuff is already in motion and uh and uh, the important thing for us is to really in fact the hardware piece is really is behind us. That the key is uh, is getting a lot of the software pieces in place uh, and, and solidly tested, and and uh, and so we can really have fantastic uh, experience. So I think our our backers going to be really like what they're going to see, uh, the, how the product's going to be delivered. We kind of we have really uh, um, uh, put a lot of thoughts into even the packaging and how we want. People when they get it, how they want to experience it, and how they, and we want to make it real easy to get up and running. And uh, so that 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 experience in, of the product, we want to we want to get it right, and that takes a lot of work, of course. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. The old hardware that's that can be a big challenge. So, what do you see then in terms of is this a product that you see? goes eventually into maybe big box retail or is it you know strictly like an online thing in your world where, where do you see that going uh i think we'll do a lot of online uh and then uh, and then uh, certainly we want to uh, we want to kind of like partner with some of the other um companies that uh, uh that can provide some value add maybe like like we think we have a great product for for different segment of the market like weight loss management for like uh uh runners for like uh, people who are uh, who are active in various other sports activity right and so we we, we want to those are the kind of a relationship that we want to build b2b relationship as well and then so we may do uh, some co-marketing co-development with them as well so you know, with you being a seasoned veteran, I think this may be a good question for you to answer. When you're when you're thinking about like B two B strategies, mm-hmm. w- what's kind of going through your head? How do you make sure that it really is right for your brand and the other person's brand? You know, can you make it a win win scenario? But what are the, some of the things that you might just be looking for, just in general? Uh, I think you have to create a first of all a uh, 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 partner with somebody that you can create a value add for the for the end. Uh, um, consumer for, for people who are going to be using the product and 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 uh it has to uh make sense right uh um and so that's i think i always see that as the first important part of that equation if you have a a, a partnership that makes sense for the uh for the end, uh product users then you have a successful engagement and if everybody will win if uh if the ultimate solution uh, uh, wins in the market. Sure, sure. And you mentioned too, you know, I think it's always good to get, you know, veterans of, of business uh, on these calls, but um, 
when you're putting together a team, what are some of the things you're looking for to make sure your team members are the right people, that you're going to get the most out of them, that they are passionate, that they want to be there? Are there any sort of traits or, or, or things that you look for? Yeah, I, you know, most often I just look for that, uh, you know, I look at the guy and see how passionate he is about, about what he does, right? Uh, if the person is passionate, then, then uh, I think he can overcome a lot of obstacles. You know, I don't put as much emphasis on knowing everything uh, uh, than I put on how passionate that person is because if that person is even if he may not know everything he can he can just go find the right answers mm-hmm. today's with all the things that we have available to us you can google the hell out of everything right. and, and find all the right answers right uh but uh, one thing you need is somebody who's uh, uh, just doing it because they love what they're doing right and uh, and that's uh, that's a big plus for me so that's cool so how about for yourself? Where, where do you see yourself uh, in five years as a serial entrepreneur who's making a ton of stuff? Is, is, does this feel like the dream company that you've put together by meshing your family's background and stuff together into one? Or, oh, yeah. You know, or is it something uh, that you're, yeah, yeah. I create all kinds of stuff. I'm just working. That's... No, I, uh, this, is, this is something that I'm very passionate about. I, I, uh, uh, I actually, uh, you know, I, I did very well with my last, some of my last companies, uh, and uh, actually, I went and kind of like uh, retired for a little while, but I got bored about uh, being just not doing anything. And I thought, oh, man, this is this is a space that I have a lot of passion for. I want to just go ahead and do it. And really, as a result, built something lasting, something that uh, that has uh, that creates meaningful change. Uh, and this is a place to do it. Right. What else? Where else can you help people? Uh, be happier and at the same time build a great business around it. So, uh, so I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get to uh, to be rewarded both ways. That's awesome. Well, where can people find out more information about the Adore uh, Smart Scale or DinoSense? Where can people just dive into your guys's world? Yeah, just go to www.dinosense.com. That's our homepage. And we have a direct link to our Kickstarter campaign, as well as you get to learn more about the company. I think I always tell people, if you're buying a product, uh, let's also learn a little bit about the company, right? Because the, the company tells you uh, how well they're going to want to support you and, and where they want to take you. And you gotta if you love that, then you're going to love the products they're going to offer you. That's cool. Well, Saeed, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know it's busy right now with, sure. uh, with stuff and uh, hey, my listeners are going to take it. This was a great conversation. I appreciate you uh, giving us your insight as to how you've gotten to this point because I know my listeners are going to love it and I uh, appreciate it very much. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I, uh, and I again, thank uh, your listeners for, uh, for being part of this. Yeah. Good luck, on, uh, good luck on the next 21 days and uh, congrats, man, on a, on a cool campaign at well, this point. All right, bye. Thank you, fantastic. Bye. Wow. How about that conversation, Saeed? Uh, I really enjoyed myself. I thought it was a great, great conversation. Um, yeah. Just, I love talking to these guys that have been around the blog. They know what they're doing. Um, they know how to put together a great product. Um, I thought it was interesting, um, you know, his stories about VC and, and how they're looking at crowdfunding. Again, I tell that to a lot of people too. That is what's going on out there. So, you know, keep looking at crowdfunding as, as proving viability in the marketplace. So, all right. So the song we listen to is a song called Honey. 
Um, it's got a long backstory that I'm not going to get into right now. So, um, all right, guys. I hope you guys all, all had a great week, and I'll talk to you all next week. I was lying there. You had your breath until I crept to life. For two years of my life, I have lost to a lie that kept going overwhelming, so invincible. You knew what I was going through. Still, you ran and ran from what I've become. Just a fake thought, thought while sniffing online. You know, no, 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 you shouldn't try it. How about we try a better blast? You know, no, 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 it'll work a little faster. You realize the trail that you're looking for is hiding. I keep on missing, maybe it's because I'm out of veins. Get a little bit, little, little, little bit more. Find it, sunshine, sunshine, and more. Think I was a chameleon, changing for no good reason. Keep on trying, keep on trying